You're listening to the Journey to Launch podcast. I'm answering the question, can anyone really reach complete financial independence? Plus, it's my birthday. T-minus 10 seconds. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 journeyers. It's a very special episode. If I don't say so myself, it's my birthday. So technically, this episode comes out on Wednesday, February 5th. My birthday is the 6th. And so I decided, like I usually do every year, just to basically record a more solo episode where I'm sharing more behind the scenes stuff. And then I'm going to actually share my thoughts on a couple of things I've been thinking about. So if you are new to this podcast and you're like literally just finding out about me and you're just like, I don't really care about her birthday. I don't know her yet. Like I need some personal finance topics. Okay. I get it. I get it. You can keep listening, but you may want to check out the podcast index by going to journeytolaunch.com slash podcast index. That way you can see a bunch of all the episodes that we've recorded over the past two and a half going on three years sorted by category or wherever you're listening to this you just scroll and find another episode on a topic that is about personal finance but this one is going to be more relaxed talking about behind the scenes stuff with me and um so yeah it's basically my birthday and i'm not really big like huge on birthdays meaning like i don't really make a big deal out of it But, you know, it's kind of like crazy because I am turning. I don't know if I should tell you guys this, but um, (laughs) I'm 37 and it's still mind boggling to me because I feel like I just was 21 and 24. And I'm like kind of, you know, I'm I'm happy (laughs) that I'm alive. God, you know, God bless the life I live and all that stuff. But it's kind of surreal to like get older. And it's funny, I know people who are older than me right now are probably rolling their eyes, just like I roll my eyes at my little sister when she complains about getting older and she's like 22, give me a break. (laughs) And I know I have so much more ahead of me, but you know, sometimes when you just think about like how fast time moves, it's just kind of crazy. So I am super, super um, excited to be bringing in another year. And you know, the start of 2020 has been kind of insane for me. I've been just dealing with like just a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like trying to focus more on me because I have not been doing a very good job at that over the past few years because I've been so focused on journey to launch and then being a mom of three. My kids, if you don't know, they're pretty young. So five, three and one. And as you can imagine, that just is just a lot. And then, of course, being a wife and the point of part of the business that I am in, like the the stage is at the beginning stages for the most part where I am running it and making it profitable, like making it sustainable so that I can continue to do this. So there's been a lot on my plate over the past um, few years. So 2020, I, I decided that, you know, for this year, like I would have to make this work, but not putting too much pressure on myself. Sometimes when you, you kind of like declare something like that, then it's like, you feel so much pressure to to do this. And I've always said, like, I never wanted to operate Journey to Launch or just my life from a place of lack or not feeling that, you know, I could really truly do what's in my heart. Like it would have to be based on money or survival. And that's just not the type of life I want to live. So I'm still operating under the 
the whole assumption that one, it's all going to work out because I know that God wouldn't have brought me this far in my life and showed me so many things that he's shown me over the years that I've been here just for this not to work. So I'm excited about what's to come. And you know, 2020, like my kids actually, they're just getting over the flu. Two of them had the flu and we've also had a death in our family. And so just dealing with a lot of that has been very sobering because it just reminds you how short life is and how like a lot of the stuff that we care about nowadays and what we stress about, like it does not matter. It ultimately does not matter. And so just getting older and just having some recent events and realizing where I am, the stage of life I'm in, it's just, I'm just even more committed to living a life that I am a hundred percent proud of where I am doing more things for me, which in turn helps everyone around me because when I'm in a better mood, when I'm taking care of me, everyone else is good. So before I get into a little bit more of that, I just want to say if you are enjoying the content of the podcast, meaning you listen to the podcast, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to. So I always have to say this because people come up to me and say, I'm glad you say the purple app on your phone because I literally did not know that I could listen to podcasts on my Apple phone. So if you have an Apple phone, take it out right now. If you, you may be listening to it on it and you don't even know, but find the purple podcast app on your phone. You can subscribe to the podcast journey to launch there. But listen, you don't have to listen to this in Apple podcast. You know, I am no iPhone snub or snob, I should say. So wherever you um, listen, if you have an Android, you can go to journey to launch.com slash Android and it will take you to a bunch of Android players. This podcast is also on Google play. It's on Spotify. It's even on YouTube. Like you literally can find this podcast anywhere. If you want like specific places, if you're still unsure how to listen to it, go to journeytolaunch.com slash episode 138. That's the show notes for this episode. And it will show you links on how to listen to the podcast. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media at Journey to Launch. Okay, so I wanted to do something kind of special for it being my birthday week and then just all the amazing things that are going on behind the scenes. So the Money Launch Club is the premier online membership and sometimes in-person membership for people just like yourself. So if you listen to this podcast and you get tons of inspiration and motivation and you're just like, look, I want to apply this to my life. I want to pay off debt. I want to save. I want to reach my goals then this is the membership for you. So it's an online platform where you can join and become part of a community and you can connect with like-minded journeyers and get the support, tools, education, and plan to reach your goals. So you know how I'm always yapping about investing in yourself and being around people who can encourage you? Well, this is that space. We have weekly and monthly goal challenges. We do monthly classes and after show chats. So if there's a guest that you've liked or you want to hear more from, we invite them into the Money Launch Club to do a virtual chat with us. We also do expert-led classes. So we have tons of amazing classes that we already done, such as how to find your dream career, stuff about credit. I mean, I can go on. And you get all that access to 
the classes that we've done already when you join the Money Launch Club. But not only that, you get access to all the upcoming stuff that's going on. So I'm excited because we're having a student loan class coming up. We have a side hustle class coming up. We also have an investing one-on-one class coming up. So these are classes taught every month in the Launch Club. Did I mention that there's also monthly group coaching from me? So once a month, I get on a virtual call with members and we really just connect and I help them through their just questions and what's getting them stuck. We also have a book club. And then really what's exciting is we have a 10-step framework that you follow, self-guided, that can help you develop your plan to reach financial freedom. So we have all this amazing stuff in the Money Launch Club, and it's really here for you. And so I'm opening up doors for you to join us this week. So if you have been on the fence or wanting to join, now's your chance because the last time doors were actually open was October 2019. So if you are looking for a space that can support you, that you can reach your goals, then come join us in the Money Launch Club. Go to moneylaunchclub.com to join us. As I said, I'm only opening doors for about a week. So doors will probably close end of this week, February 7th, 2020, if you're listening to this in real time. So don't delay. Come join us, moneylaunchclub.com for more information. So I'm excited about a lot of things for my 37th year around the sun, but one of them is getting back into the gym. So I used to be so fit before my kids. I had a little four pack. I was that friend that I was like working out twice a day would annoy my friends who didn't work out because I'd just be like, come to the gym with me. Right? Like I was all of that. Even with my first pregnancy, I worked out until a week before I gave birth, I was doing CrossFit. So I was like intense into working out. And then um, I had my kids and things just changed because one, I got diastasis recti where my abs separated in terms of like, I didn't really have a stable core anymore. And the thing about that is I knew I could like fix it in terms of doing some more targeted, smaller exercises, but I knew I was going to have more kids. And so I felt like I wasn't going to focus on it until I was done having kids. And so I put off kind of getting back in shape and made excuses while I think they're valid, that I was just too busy to get in shape again. And it's funny because when people look at me, it's like one of those things. It's like, I would say like for slim people, cause I'm generally, if you look at me, I'm slim, but like people will look at me and be like, Oh, like you, you know, you look good. And I listen, I feel like, yes, I do look good. But also there's just a level of what I aspire to be. And not just on a superficial level. Like, of course, I'd love to be able to wear a two piece like a real two piece that like goes underneath my belly button, but just functional wise, like being able to stand up without my back hurting me and realizing that for me, movement was such a huge part of my life. So it's not just the, what it looks like aspect. It's what it feels like. Like I was a gymnast. I was always into sports. Even if I didn't like do all the sports, like I was just always very active. I was a tomboy growing up. And so for me to be not active to kind of be more sitting at my desk and not, and really I'm just like running after the kids. That's all I'm doing. It For me, it doesn't feed my soul. The fitness part of my life, it has been like missing for a long time. And so I'm really excited this year that I am getting back into working out and just fixing my core and having it be the best it can be. So for me, that also meant like investing in myself. So I talk about this a lot on the journey to financial freedom and independence 
But it also means that it's not only about like cutting back, it's about making it an enjoyable one. And so for me, what that meant is that even though we're at a time in our lives financially where we do need to be more careful because we don't have my consistent income from my job when I had one, um, you know, I'm working on Journey to Launch now full time, but it's just like, I can no longer like say I can't afford things that will help me as a person be a better person and be a better mom and be a better businesswoman. So I know for a fact being more fit will help that. So investing in myself meant joining the gym. So I did join the gym at the beginning of the year and I've been going at least four to six times a week and it's been awesome. Like, let me tell you something. The ladies at my gym, a lot of them are older, like they outdo me. And I'm just looking at them like, I need to try to catch up to you. So I'm really excited to get back into that. I feel so, so good when I get to the gym, after my workout. And so it's definitely something I am going to be doing a lot more of this year. It's like, it's just going to be part of my routine now. Also investing in myself and getting a therapist. So I was on the hunt for a therapist earlier this year in January. And I looked at the options of getting it through my husband's insurance and then separately for a therapist that wasn't covered by my husband's insurance. And so I found a couple people and it looks like the person that I may want to try is not going to be covered fully by insurance, which means that we have to come out of pocket for it. And so it's another one of those things where it's more money going out the door, you know, out our monthly cash flow. But it's so worth the investment because I know for a fact that just, you know, being able to talk to someone, I've always you know wanted to get into therapy and so instead of putting it off, like I've done, um, you know, with the gym and other things in my life, like I've made 2020 a year that I actually do it. And so I'm holding myself to the fire. So I actually have not gone through with my first appointment yet, but I'm actually saying it on the podcast so that you guys can hold me accountable. So I need one of you, you guys to reach out to me like a journeyer. Maybe the next time I do a solo episode or just on social media, like, um, did you see a therapist yet? Cause uh, I don't want to keep pushing it off and I don't intend to, like I really plan by the end of this month to get that started. Also making more time for family and friends and most importantly, more time for me. So one of the things that is really key for me is that like friends, friends were a big part of my life before I had kids. And naturally it changed because my kids and life got more hectic, right? But I do want to make more time for just like the small group of friends that I really love hanging out with. And even if it's just once a month that I'm making like time to hang out with a girlfriend or I have my best friend, she moved across the country. So we kind of do virtual chats. Um, and so making sure we, we have time for that is what I really need to make sure that I do more of this year. And then of course, just balancing everything, which I think really there is no balance. Honestly, there is no balance. Um, being a mom to three kids, wife running this business, um, and then now adding in trying to take care of me, some things will waver. Some things will not always be on point. And I've come to realize that that's okay. And so I can't be a perfectionist in all areas. I don't have to get it done all the time. You know, I don't have to be at 110 in every aspect of my life, especially going into a new year of my life, getting older, it's realizing that taking care of more of me and being more selfish with my time. So saying no to more people, whether that is things that, you know, I just don't want to do, whether it's with the business or with actual friends, right? If I get invited somewhere and I'm just like, you know what? I just don't feel it in me to go any of that. It's more just being able to say no. And so that way I can take care of me and then be better for everyone that's around me. All right. So that's kind of just like a little update about like the behind the scenes, what I'm looking forward to, what I'll be 
in terms of personally investing and working on myself this year, but I actually did have a financial topic to discuss with you guys. So if you've been keeping up with the podcast and you heard last week's episode with Sean Rochester, which I really hope you guys enjoyed that one. That was episode 137. And he, we talked about the cost of being black in America, which is the black tax. And just in general, you know, having this platform where I'm able to talk about financial freedom and financial independence and, and really introduce a lot of people to this concept of early retirement has been amazing, right? Like I always say the reason why I wanted to start this platform other than holding myself accountable to my own money goals was that when I started to listen to other personal finance podcasts and financial independence podcasts, I was so inspired by these stories that I heard. And I just knew that if I could bring this conversation to more people, and then not just that, if I could uplift voices that are, you know, not necessarily heard or that need to get out there more, like this would be an impact in the world that would be important. And so for me, like creating Journey to Launch and this and, and introducing people to financial independence has been key. But I also say that like, I feel like one, I walk the line a bit because I feel like I have one foot in the area of financial independence, right? This concept that you can save and invest aggressively and then have enough money to where you don't have to work again if you don't want to, right? Like you can live off of your investments, whatever that means. So whether you, you know, you saved and invested in an index portfolio or equity portfolio and it's spewing off some money, if you invested in real estate, like you literally don't have to work in the traditional sense if you don't want to, you are retired early. That concept, when I first heard it, was amazing to me because previously I didn't know that something like that was possible for the average person. And then there's a part of me, like when you get into the movement and you see like the lens that people go to, to reach financial independence. And I've, I've had multiple people on this podcast. I've interviewed people who've reached financial independence. There's a difference between what you, what you earn and what you spend. And so the more you earn and the less you spend that gap, that saving amount, if you can save as much as you can over time, you can get to this financial independence goal. So that was really intriguing to me because I didn't think the average person, or I didn't know before I really started Journey to Launch that the average person could do that. But then as I like started to get more into just financial independence and what people are doing, like I realized it was a bit of a disconnect in what maybe I heard other people who were like strict like about financial independence, like what they talked about and what like I actually live my life to be, right? Like I am not super, super frugal. Maybe in certain aspects, like if you ask my mom or certain people around, like they'd be like, she doesn't spend money on these things. Like she's cheap in this way. So yes, I can be frugal in those areas. But my overall life, like there are areas that I'm just like, I spend money. Like we go out to eat. We live in New York City. Um, when it comes to our kids and experiences, we spend money and not really crazy amounts of money, but we spend like, and I, when I think about the future, like kind of life I want to live in a future meeting, Maybe a couple of years from now when we are able to get our income back up, it's like, I want to take vacations, nice vacations. I always talk about wanting to buy my husband a luxury car one day, you know, like all these little things that maybe don't fit into like the typical financial independence box of what people think. So I always say like, I walked a fine line between like financial independence, like having one line there, but then one line just in personal finance, general personal finance where you do whatever the hell you want to do with your money. It doesn't mean that you don't want to reach financial independence. It just means that maybe there's just certain things you're not going to give up because you enjoy it. 
maybe you are not going to be super frugal in certain areas, which is totally fine. And so then I started thinking about, because a conversation popped up in one of the groups I'm in about, is financial independence, is it possible for everyone? And financial independence, like the complete version of it, where you never have to work again, I don't think that 100% of the people, you, like not you, but like people listening to Journey to Launch can reach complete financial independence. And I don't say that to discourage you. Actually, I'm saying that in a way, like just to be real, because it depends on so many factors, right? And I think sometimes when we, when people just say, well, it could be done by anyone. And if you, if you don't reach it or if you can't reach it, that's on you. I think that's a little not, it's insensitive and it's just not being realistic to different people's starting points because we all had different starting points, right? Whether it's been tons of debt or, how much we earn or the jobs we're in. So it really depends on a lot of factors in which you can really reach a complete financial independence. And remember, I'm talking about complete financial independence where you never have to work again because you've saved and invested enough money in your investment accounts or in your portfolio to spin off some sort of passive income, right? And so I think it's a moon goal for a lot of people, meaning like it's a moon goal, meaning I want, I want everyone listening to this, every journeyer to shoot for becoming financially independent. Because I think that moon goal, meaning like not reaching it means even if you fail, you are going to be in such a better position than not starting or not attempting at all. Because most likely wherever you are financially, you can do better, right? And so if you set your sights to saying, you know what, I wanna retire early or reach financial independence by the time I, you know, maybe 15 years. And so you, you start budgeting, you start earning more, you start intentionally living your life. And maybe you, you set a goal of saving and investing 2 million. I'm just saying 2 million in 15, 20 years. And you try your best, but you don't get there. And you only get 1 million. Like, come on, like you pay off your debt and you get to 1 million saved and invested. You still end up in the stars, even failing reaching that moon goal of financial independence. So I do believe that most people should think in terms of what their goals are, like what that means to them, and then trying to reach it, like setting it high, but also not killing themselves in the process. So I'm not one for depriving and being unhappy completely on this journey. There's a difference between effort and struggle. And so while I do believe in effort, we should all have to put in effort to get something different, right? Like if you want something different, you have to do something different that's most likely going to be uncomfortable. I don't think it should be a struggle where you are hating every day of your life and you're only waiting for a financial independence date, right? So let's just say you say, okay, in 15 years, I'm gonna work my butt off, save, invest aggressively. I'm not gonna spend any money and I'm just gonna focus on money. And in 15 years, I'll retire early. Well, to me, doing that is just like someone who's waiting for their standard retirement date, whereas, you know, they're working in a job that they don't like, and they're just like, I'm just working here until I'm 65 and I can collect the pension. So having that mindset of I'll be miserable and I'm just working for a date is not a complete and holistic journey to financial independence. I think it needs to be one where you are enjoying it. And so that might be trade-offs, right, on how long it takes you. 
I know for a fact, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, that my journey to financial independence, I could have definitely reached my financial independence number if I would have stayed working at my job. So maybe just putting in more like five to seven years working hard, I we would reach our goals, our money goals. But for me, that's not the life I wanted to live. I had small children. I did not enjoy for the most part, my three to four hour daily commute driving. Like there was much more that I wanted to do. And so for me, delaying financial independence, putting it off a bit, or just having it be a little unknown at this point is far, far worth it to me so that I can be home and have the flexibility that I need to be with my children when I need to be with them and work on something like Journey's Launch full time. So these are the type of decisions you'll need to make as you're traveling on it. And the same thing with debt. So there are different stages to where someone's going to be on their financial independence journey, right? And so a lot of you guys listening, you may still be in a debt payoff stage. And even being in that stage, like you're on the path to financial independence every dollar that you pay off. Because every dollar that you pay off, every debt that you get rid of puts you in a position now to put that money that was going towards somebody else back to you, right? And so you may be in a position now where you have to understand the trade-offs you're willing to make for being in debt or trying to save versus enjoying your life now. And of course, there are ways that you can think about, you know, enjoying your, your life more optimally, right? Like maybe instead of going out, you enjoy going out to eat. So instead of going out, five days a week, you're going out two days a week, right? There is going to be some level of effort that you need to do. But I think in general, like everyone can reach a level of financial freedom, maybe not complete independence where they, you no longer have to work ever, ever again, but a level of freedom where you're able to take breaks, spend more time with your family, do a job you love, not based on money. Like that's the kind of life I think everyone is entitled to and that everyone can reach. Um, So that's what I'm like more like pushing in terms of for just journey to launch. It's just like, yes, I want you all to attempt financial independence, but know this, if you fail, like you'll be in such a good place. It's not even going to be a failure. It's still going to be a success. I also don't want to judge other people either for having different preferences in trying to reach financial independence because I'm totally not also with the judginess of other people who may be in the space and judge people for spending money, right? Or doing all this. The only time you maybe you make it a little judgy from me, like a little judgment from me is when you're complaining about not having any money, but then like spending all of it, right? Like that's where it's just like, okay, what do you want? Do you want to spend all your money, which is fine, but then don't complain on the other end if you don't have any money to pay off debt. Like that's the only difference. But if you are someone who wants to spend money, right? Like I've, I've seen like, you know, if you have a nice car and that car brings you happiness and you're okay with, and you know, the trade-offs that gives you where, whether you're going to be in debt longer, you're going to have to work longer for it. That's your life. That's your life to live. Um, So I think for sometimes like in the financial independence space, like there's this whole thing against consumerism, which while I do think we need to be more responsible in our environment and not be so wasteful, When you think about it, the way people reach financial independence, like the people who are not spending money and they're just saving and investing, it's dependent on consumerism, right? It's dependent on the economy because they're investing in stocks and index funds, which is wholly dependent on the way people spend money. And so I just, I just don't think you should look down on like completely turn your nose up at consumerism if you're profiting from it and becoming financially independent. So it's like you can't you can't berate someone maybe that even know right. So the thing is, some people don't know the trade off, and so 
send them to the podcast, let them listen and, and learn the trade offs for themselves and what they're willing to give up. But you have no clue what really someone else is going through in terms of financially to judge them. And then on top of that, you're judging them, but then profiting off of their behavior. So I wanted to like, give my little thoughts on that because it's just been coming up a lot as I grow this platform and I think about the message I want to convey with Journeys to Launch is that I obviously want everyone to reach like, I mean, hello, I want everyone to reach complete financial independence, but just being realistic, I want people to understand that while you may not do it in the time frame you want, you will be in such a better place by starting. Okay. Here's some other things I wanted to just like hit on in terms of being able to reach your financial freedom goals. I don't care what stage you're in, whether you're kind of just in a debt payoff stage, or maybe you're at the point now where you're just saving and investing and you want to quit a, quit a job you hate. I want you to focus on, yes, the moon goal of financial independence, but all the stars that you're just like passing on your way, acknowledge them. You know, that progress is a big deal. And so sometimes focusing on just the outcome and not the progress or focusing on what you can see and not what you can feel, that's the wrong way to go about it. So I like to say, focus on how you feel and the progress, not the outcome and what you can actually see. Because sometimes the changes are so small. And so when you're focusing on just the outcome, you're not seeing the outcome that you want, right? I know if you're in, if you're paying off debt, you know it, like the balance is not going down quick enough. Or this is really key for me now that I'm joining the gym again and I'm trying to get back into shape. So yeah, when I do my little workout and I come home and I look in the mirror, I'm just like, hmm, I still look the same, <laughs> right? If I came home every day and was just like staring at my stomach, you're not going to visibly see the changes that are always occurring. Sometimes these changes are on the subconscious level, not sometimes they're mostly on the subconscious level before they hit a peak and then you see it externally. And even me, like going to the gym, like nothing maybe physically has changed yet, but I feel different. It's crazy because like, I feel like nothing, I like nothing's changed physically, but I feel so good that it's changed for me when I look at in the mirror. Like I, I feel more confident. I feel good about myself that I went to the gym and that I actually, I followed through on what I've been saying. Like that feels good. And so those feelings that you get from accomplishing the small things, reaching the smaller goals on your ultimate journey, that's what's going to keep you going. That's what's going to make this journey worth it all. Because really, like I said, kind of in the beginning, like reflecting on like how life is short and not promised. And, you know, we all may not be able to reach the ultimate final, like old age where we all just like want to peacefully pass away, right? Like things may happen earlier. I don't, I don't mean to be morbid, but just meaning that that's why you can't just wait for the end result. You have to enjoy the moment, even if the moment is, it's part effort and, and it's hard work, right? It's finding the joy in the hard work. It's being uncomfortable, but not to the point where you're miserable. So I really want you to find that, um, in your life, find the joy in the journey and go outside your comfort zone, but then be invigorated, right? By the challenges, like not just look at the obstacles and challenges and be completely thrown off balance when they happen because they will happen. They always come up. You can't predict every single thing. Then the last thing I wanted to talk about is like how you learn from people. So this is more just like giving you tips for staying on course, right? To reach your financial freedom and independence goals is that, we learn all differently from people. 
And I've been one of those kinds that I can learn from anyone. Hence the wide range of people that you see on this podcast. And so it can be harder for you if you only can learn from people like yourself. It can be just a little harder because sometimes like no one's really ever going to have the exact similar things as you, right? There's always going to be someone who has less, kind of the same or more. I, I can't, there's like these three areas, like less, same and more. You might meet someone and it's great. Like it's great when you can meet someone who's kind of like has a similar starting point and you could really connect with. And so you even feel more invigorated when they're doing something. Cause you're just like, okay, well I can do that too. Right. But I think it's really important to look at people, even if you don't really feel like you have much in common with them. So like for me, like I can learn from someone who is a trust fund baby. Like if I listen to another podcast and this person is like, was born with money, but they're a hard worker or whatever it is about them. I can still learn from their principles and what, what they do. Like, even if it's just one part of their story, I don't have to connect with everything. And of course, if there's someone who's similar, like with my upbringing and I can learn from them because I'm just like, okay, well, I feel like if you could do it, I surely can do it. And then when you think about people who have less than you, like there's always someone who started out at a more disadvantaged point than you did. I mean, we all have advantages and disadvantages, but there's always someone who has, who's working with a, not the same amount of cards in their deck or less tools. And then they're still succeeding at something you can learn from. You know, I think about my friend, Tiffany, she's a mom also. And, but she's doing this by herself. She has two little boys and I remember we were talking some time ago and she was telling me how she has to wake up before them because if she doesn't, her mornings are just crazy. And then I was thinking in my head, like, it's so hard for me to get up. I need to get up before my kids, but it's just like, I usually am the one just to, to keep the alarm on snooze. And here's like Tiffany, who is a single mom at this point and has so much going on. And no matter what time she goes to bed, because she was like, if she goes to bed at 12 or 1 a.m., She's getting up at 5, 5.30 before her kids. It just made me realize like she has less resources than I do at this point in terms of help and she's doing it. So it inspired me to like get my butt up <laughs> before my kids. And that's another thing I've been working on in uh, 2020 is waking up earlier before them so I can kind of just center myself. But it just, it makes you realize that people who have less than you, the people who are the same kind of starting point as you, the people who have better starting points than you, what can you learn from them? How can you take whatever life experiences, whatever things they can share? How can you apply what's necessary? So instead of looking at someone like, well, you had that. So it's easy for you to say, oh, you have this. So I'm not going to listen to you. And I just realized that from my own experience and anyone that I've seen really do well in life, not just money, but just in life, they've always been able to pull from anyone, no matter what. And it wasn't discounting someone's success based on their starting point. It was actually just looking for the moments or the things that they could connect to and learn from. So that is my basically birthday episode rant. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it and got just some more behind the scenes one on my life. And then also thoughts on the fi financial independence movement and ways that you can stay committed and centered on your journey so that you can reach it and prove me wrong, right? I'd love that every journey right now reaches complete financial independence in 15 years or less. That would make me so happy. Prove me wrong. But honestly, if you fail and you're debt-free and you got a million dollars saved, that would be fine too. So thank you for joining me on this birthday episode. You know what? I'm not even going to ask you for a birthday gift. You don't even have to give me anything. 
what you can do for me is just share the podcast. So your favorite episode of the podcast, share it with someone in your life, put it on your social media. That's all I'm asking for as a birthday gift or um, celebration is you do that. And then you tag me so I can see it and I can say thanks. Once again, don't forget doors to the money launch club are now open. So if you want to join us, come check us out at money launch club. Dot com. This is a small nominal investment so that you can reach your financial goals and dreams once you become a member. All right. I hope to see you in the launch club. And then as always, follow me on social media. I'm at journey to launch. Thank you. Thank you so much again for joining me. And then of course, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. All right. Until next week, keep on journeying journeyers. Journeyers.